You are listening to What I Know For Sure, the podcast. I'm your host, Callie, and this podcast is all about what we know for sure and the lessons we learned in the midst of what we didn't know for sure. If you are looking for a space to be loved on and hear hard truths, then stick around. This is the podcast for you. haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. Then there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I have been in and out of therapy, self-help books, listening to podcasts, and reading anything I can get my hands on to understand my trauma, fix it, and be better on the other side of it. And I can't say that this episode will be exciting or exhilarating, but rather, I'm hoping that my personal experience is beneficial for you to believe in yourself. So to give you some context in the types of trauma that I've experienced, it only feels appropriate to bring up the past. I don't normally dig so deep on the back shelf of my life because focusing on moving forward has been the bulk of my work over the past five to six years. But uh, I guess let's go there. And so if you need a trigger warning, this is it. And I encourage anyone to sign off if they are not in a good headspace to listen to this. And I support you and just know that you are valued. So with that, in my adolescent years through probably my teen years, I dealt with um, molestation from an uncle, my father being absent from my life, never feeling like I had good friends who supported me. Uh, I had body dysmorphia, binge eating, and then ultimately my parents divorcing. And when I say parents, I mean my mom and my stepdad, uh, who she was married to for 10 years. And so now I recognize that this is loaded. (laughs) And looking back, um, I'm grateful that I had made it to the other side. But, you know, if I'm being honest, it really created this false narrative in my head that I wouldn't be accomplished, that I wouldn't be successful. And truly, at that time, I didn't even know how to define the words accomplished or successful for me personally. And so in those years, I had to create this fight or flight response to protect my soul, which I did very recklessly. And as I transitioned to being a young mom, I realized then that the definition at that time of success was to go to college, get a nine to five job and climb the corporate ladder, right? That's kind of anybody that's in the millennial generation, that's kind of what we've been taught um, is, you know, you show up, you work your Monday through Friday, you get your two days off and then rinse, wash, repeat. And then here we are. Right. And it's, it's, 
preached in order to quote unquote make it. Um, I didn't grow up wealthy. And so when I transitioned to being ready to going back to college after a failed attempt right after high school, I made it my mission to finish. And then the climb came. Uh, at every turn, I was chasing money uh, because I thought that's what successful people have, right? Um, and after all, isn't that what society deems as success? And so it just became this trajectory of chasing the dollar, chasing, you know, that extra 50 cents an hour or being on salary, um, you know, having the healthcare plan, having the 401k, all of those things that quote unquote successful people have. That's what I thought I needed to chase in order to feel better or give my people who were looking in on my life, this sense of, you know, look at her rise up. She did it. It's great. You know, kind of this status thing. Uh, however, as I found myself suckered into my third corporate job, I started reparenting myself and healing the traumas and the false self-talk that came with those feelings. And I felt like I had to do what was best for everyone else. I was this people pleaser. And it's funny because I tell people now I'm a recovering people pleaser. Um, but it, it, the sense of it, it's true, right? And as I still kind of work through this reparenting, I recognize now that the molestation, the feelings of being abandoned and being fatherless were just stepping stones and a calling really to look within myself on not only why I was feeling that way, but how can I be an advocate to myself and feel better? better. And so the definition of reparenting is just kind of taking everything that you've learned up until the certain point in which you're just kind of at your breaking point and repurposing the narrative, right? Reforming what you had been originally instilled with into what your personal parenting style is like. And let's be honest, we all are parenting ourselves at some point, right? It's called adulting. And we just kind of laugh it off or give sort of small talk to what it is we're actually doing. But when we start kind of looking at the past traumas that either, you know, our situational family dynamic has given us or that we have experienced, there's this reparenting that needs to happen. And in order for that to happen, you, there is some deep inner work that needs to come to light, right? Because you don't know that those things are things that you actually have to reparent until kind of the snowball effect starts to happen, right? Peeling back the onion layer to kind of show us what it is that we need. Beyond that, I felt like, beyond that, I felt like as I worked through reparenting, I recognized that the thoughts of not feeling good enough was the biggest stronghold. And now as I transition to working into my business, um, I oftentimes deal with that too, just on the back burner of just not feeling like um, I'm 
good enough to be in the space that I'm in, or I'm not an expert, right? Or, um, you know, what if I don't have the answer? Like some of that still creeps in. And as some of you know, um, I met my dad finally when I was 26 years old. So a very long story short, he and my mom divorced when I was two. And so um, he was very heavy into drugs, very heavy into, um, you know, just kind of living the life in the fast lane. And luckily for my mom, um, she wised up and knew that that wasn't a life that she wanted to give her children. And so ultimately they divorced. Uh, And I remember when I was a senior in high school, I sent a, um, wow, excuse me, I'm probably going to be a little emotional. Um, I sent a graduation card um, to an address that I found online because it said that he had owned a business there. And uh, it came back. And so at that point, in my mind, I had just kind of written it off that, you know, he he didn't exist, basically. And so um, I decided to open the door for communication and made it my mission not to ask questions about the past, because at that point, those things didn't matter to me. I had chased him down for years and eventually just made it my narrative you know, in, in my head that he didn't exist. And so imagine (laughs) kind of my surprise when he called my aunt's home and asked to speak with me. And after that day, it was 10 AM every day that we would communicate. He called me or I called him. uh, And then in 2015, he had a massive heart attack while he was truck driving over the road. And I once again was fatherless only for real this time. Uh, And so since 2015, I have been so, so grateful with the time that I did have with him. And I know now the reason that God let me have him for the time that I did, which was to sort of heal that part of my soul, that I couldn't fix anything else until that puzzle piece was complete. And after my dad's death, I started to heal in a very different way. Uh, I was able to work past, you know, the molestation that I had experienced, work past the feelings of binge eating and body acceptance. But I still, like at the very base layer, I have the dream of chasing success. And so I decided to write my own definition of success, and it goes a little something like this. I am happy, I am whole, I am a child of God, and I am able to support other women in pursuing their dreams because having a community around me of like-minded people who continue to lift each other up is important and necessary. And that's it. I never include the monetary definition in there because at the end of the day, if I am happy, if I am whole, and if I am serving my community, everything else kind of flows from that. And the second that I even start focusing on Monday money, I know that the success will not follow those footsteps and my inner work of serving myself, then my community is all awash. There are so many traumas that each of us have, and it affects the way we think about running our businesses or even starting a business for that matter. And before I decided to ditch the corporate work, 
I had to have a firm conversation with myself that I am capable of being knowledgeable in my industry and that the scars that I carry do not define my capabilities to complete the work that I do. Let me just say that again. The scars that I carry do not define my capabilities to complete the work that I do. They do not take up real estate to discount me as a person. There are times that I wonder if what I'm saying or how I'm showing up is right, kind, and good. And then there are times that I'm in Clubhouse or someone's Instagram Live and I can't help but think to myself, can they see my scars? Do I look or sound dumb? Am I capable of getting through this interview? And it's just kind of that overwhelming anxiety that happens. And then the game in my head starts to replay. This is just a snippet of the continual work that happens internally to be able to give my business the parts of me it deserves and the inner work that goes into helping me other women break their barriers. It's a funny thing, isn't it? When you look back on your life, do you have areas that are silent key players in how you show up for your business? Oftentimes, there's the notion that we call it the imposter syndrome, which most times it is, but I think it's also a level of reparenting that is needing to happen. It's the consistent work of teaching yourself that the things that happened when we were younger, or even in recent years, have no weight on us showing up every day to be the best that we can be in our business, or even in our daily life. And so I know for me, it's a daily struggle sometimes and a daily reminder that My amazing clients are here because they believe in the work that I do. They trust my expertise. And the only thing that stands between what they believe and what I believe is the story that I tell myself. And it really is the story that you tell yourself in your head because you're the only person living in it, right? And friends, I hope that you find what you need to work through the trauma in your life, because it does affect us in ways that we don't even understand and the ways in which we show up. And if I can be honest, if you're saying, oh, this isn't me, this is your sign (laughs) to go get a book or book a therapy appointment or, you know, pick up some type of material that allows you to look internally Um, because this isn't just a, this isn't a me situation. You know, I can just turn a blind eye. Everyone has trauma at some capacity and it affects the way that they show up in their business. And you will notice that I am a huge advocate of therapy. I believe that it works when you have a safe space to get to the root causes and tangible tools that you can implement into your daily life. And so working with someone who is non-biased is a strong, effective way to increase your self-talk and limiting beliefs that you carry. Oftentimes we find ourselves in family dynamics where we are talking about, you know, the things that are holding us back or, you know, working through sort of our past situations. And to be honest, that's really kind of a way that we shouldn't be focusing on that for two reasons. One is they are part of your family. So they also have this written narrative about you and the actual situation that could be different than yours. 
or they are also the person that doesn't want to offend you and when and if you need those hard truths that come at you and they're not able to supply you with tangible things that you're able to work on because they know that history, right? They know everything that is happening. And so having somebody that is non-biased working with you at a 500 foot view to pick apart the pieces that, that are important, that are necessary for you to get past that inner work, to get past, you know, completing the necessary steps for you to feel better. That is what they're designed to do. And so being an advocate of going to therapy is something that I truly believe in because it it helps and it works. And, you know, it's not an overnight fix, obviously, but it is a step in the right direction to get tangible ideas and things to work on so that you are able to move forward. And so some ways that I tend to break my barriers beyond that are to read books that are built from the framework of trauma and overcoming through doing the actual work. And I know that there are, you know, a ton of self-help books and a ton of, you know, opportunities to digest the information, but I also put boundaries on people in situations that cause me to have a trigger reaction for those past traumas. And just to say, you are allowed to make mid-course corrections in your life and you are allowed to not show up to places or to people that are triggers for you, family or not. I mean, beyond that, I, I think that If you have a a strong family presence that is causing an internal riff, do not be afraid to, to make that correction in your life. And so then also I journal and as new as a new implementation, I have a book of things that I write down daily um, of compliments that I give myself and how I'm doing as a business owner. Because here's the thing. As an entrepreneur, no one is coming to save you. If you hear me on Clubhouse, if you hear me, you know, through conversations that we have, that is something that I will always preach. Nobody is coming to save you. No one is checking in on you and your mental health as you work to build your business. And you have to set those boundaries, encourage yourself and set up a time to check in with yourself. Because if you're not doing that already, I'm going to strongly recommend it. It is imperative for you to keep yourself on track, keep your business on track. And the only way that you can do that is by setting up times that are available for you um, to really just do that work without any distractions. I hope that a sliver of this episode is helpful for you. And I hope that you know, you continue to do your inner work to be your definition of success. Your definition of success, nobody else's, not not society's, not anyone's. You are allowed to have your own definition of success. And if if someone is around you that is negative or thinks that you should have a different trajectory for success, that is inner work that you need to do to be able to push that out and rewrite the narrative. 
So as we roll into the month of June and into the summer, I want to remind you that I am doing a series in July where I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to female business owners and the limiting beliefs that they have overcome to have the freedom to run their business. And so every business owner has a story on how they found their business or their business found them. And I want to share the, the stories to encourage those who need it the most. If you are a woman and would like to be featured on my podcast or know of someone who would be a good fit, please send me a message on Instagram. Uh, it is underscore Cal and Co. And that's it, guys. What I know for sure is that we all have a story that was written, but we are able to set that book down unfinished. And we're able to write a new story through reparenting ourselves and our thoughts And what I know for sure is that nothing is for sure. Until next time, love yourself and your community. That is ultimate success.